Welcome back to the Quest Catholic Radio here in Atlanta. We are in the Celebrate Your Faith Spirit Drive, and we are grateful that you are listening. We would also love it if you would come become part of the team, become part of the Catholic Radio family by giving us a call at 678-688-4549. My name is Kelly Roper, and I'm your host for, for these next three days, the Pledge Drive. And when we do these local Pledge Drives, we also get to welcome in great local guests. And our next guest is Andy, tell me your last name. Lichtenwalner. Uh, you know, I, you heard me butcher it, I'm sure. So I apologize for that. So it's Lichten Wal- Walner. Walner, Lichten that's Walner. right. Okay. And we are grateful that you are here. And uh, you are the director of the Archdiocesan Formation and Discipleship Office. And so, so we're grateful. We'll find out about that. But we know that all good things begin with prayer. So would you be willing to lead us in a prayer for this next hour? Sure, Kelly. And happy to be on. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, we give you thanks for this day, and we thank you for the many gifts and blessings you have given to us through our families and our work, our friendships, but most especially through your Son, Jesus Christ, and the gift of your Holy Spirit. Lord, we just ask that you bless us, bless our work this day, bless all that we do, that we may give you glory in all things through Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Okay, so a few housekeeping things before we get going. Yeah. We're pretty close to ringing this bell, okay? Awesome. We ring the bell if we get to $10,000, and right now we're at $7,645. So we are, what is that, $2,355 away from ringing the bell. So we can do this. We can do it quick. We just need to get people calling 678-688-4549. We also ring the bell every time we get somebody that calls in as a founder, if we get a founder, we ring it twice because it puts us over 10000 plus we ring it for a founder. So okay. let's, let's have lots of fun. Let's Ringing do this it. bell. Let's do it. It's a celebratory bell, and we get to ring it. A, a founder, I should say, is $100 a month for 36 months, and you get your name on a plaque here at the studio as well as you get bragging rights that you are a founder of Catholic Radio. They'll also give you as a thank you gift an Echo Dot for, for becoming a founder of Catholic Radio. I think it's kind of cool. You know, I've had people telling me recently, I don't know if the Echo Dot's the same because I don't have one, but you can say like Alexis, who founded the Catholic Church? And it comes back and says, Jesus Christ. I'm like, that's awesome. (laughs) That is awesome. So who knows what you get with the Echo Dot, but call and be a founder and you'll be able to find out. Number to call is 678-688-4549. Some of the other gifts that we give away along the way, everyone who calls in with a donation of any amount gets a holy card of St. Gabriel. He's He's the messenger. He's the one that goes to the Blessed Mother. She gives her fiat. Um, he's the messenger, um, and that's what Catholic Radio does. So he is the patron of Catholic Radio, and we'll give you a holy card um, with his image on it. We also, all mo- monthly donors get the book of the hour. All founders get the Echo Dot. I mentioned that. And every day we're going to give away a blessed rosary. And uh, so anybody who calls in with a pledge of any amount goes into the drawing for the blessed rosary. Again, we are talking with Andy Lichtenwalner. Yay! Perfect. Woo! Yeah, All that's right. amazing. Okay, so we are talking with him, and uh, he is the director of the Archdiocesan Formation and Discipleship Office. And so, you know, 
I don't know if this is awkward or not. It is awkward for me, but I'm just going to get it out there. Um, I know that you came in at a difficult time because you just lost your father. And so we have a potential 3.1 million listeners that can pray for the repose of your father. And so if we can just do that and get it out there and say thank you Mm -hmm. in this difficult time for coming in um, and and spending time with us. So in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. Uh, you know, loving Father, we, we, we want to pray in thanksgiving for Andy, uh, for him being here with us today, but we also would like to pray uh, for the repose of the soul of his Father. And um, it's wonderful when all of us together can unite in prayer for a common intention. So now let's pray um, eternal rest grant unto him, O Lord, and let perpetual light shine upon him. May his soul and the souls of all the faithful departed, by the mercy of God, rest in peace. Amen. 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 Father, Son, the Holy Spirit, amen. Okay, so let's start off our time on the air by asking you to share with us a little bit about yourself. You know, we, we mentioned earlier, everybody has a story. Everybody has a story about the things that occurred in their life along the way to bring them to the point where they're a director of Archdiocesan Formation and Discipleship. That's that's a, a, a great way of really uh, building up the church militant. And, mm-hmm. you know, now here with us on, on Catholic Radio, that's another great way. So so let's hear a little bit about yourself and what brings you to be able to sit in the, the hot seat across from me on Catholic Radio. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Kelly. Yeah. Well, well, first of all, thanks for letting me be on the quest, and then also just for the prayer for my dad. You know, my story really begins with my mom and dad, Mm -hmm. and my mom, Susan, is probably listening right now, and uh, a lot of my family is also probably listening too. So thanks, everybody, for your love and support. Uh, My dad, Owen, and my mom, Susan, raised us in the Catholic faith. Um, They were married over 60 years, and they just gave us a testament to how important God should be in our life. They started their marriage talking about the importance of getting each other to heaven and getting any children they were blessed with to heaven. They talked about that on their honeymoon. And so for me, it, you know, my story is really, is really the fruit of their story, my mom and dad, their faithfulness to each other, their faithfulness to God, and just through many sacrifices and and a lot of work and a lot of prayers loving us and just continuing to love us uh, no matter uh, what we are doing, what we're about. Um, if we were going astray a little bit, still loving us and, and loving us back. So they've been such an amazing witness. Um, and I grew up in the Archdiocese of Atlanta. I was born in St. Louis. Um, my family's originally from Seattle, but they ended up moving down to Missouri eventually and then to Atlanta, Georgia. And I grew up here went to school at Our Lady of the Assumption Catholic School uh, for elementary and middle school, and then went to St. Pius the 10th for high school. Um, and that experience in Catholic school was a real rock and support for me. I had the support at home with mom and dad and with my, my brothers and sister. I'm the youngest of seven. Mm. And, uh, but having, you know, I just remember having really positive experiences at Catholic school, knowing that, you know, the teachers that were handing on the faith were serious about it. And, and that meant something to me. And I was having that, you know, reinstilled at home, reinforced at home. It was my senior year of high school where, 
you know, I think the faith really became alive for me. I was going on a senior retreat, and I wasn't going there for maybe the right reasons exactly. There was a girl that I liked, so that kind of got me to, hey, let me go on the senior retreat. But that retreat changed my life. Um, I met Jesus in the Eucharist. Um, I had a real, real encounter with him, and it was after a talk, uh, a talk about life and death that the chaplain gave. And I just remember going away from that talk and, and having, maybe for the first time, even though I had strong experiences of the Lord through the sacraments and through Mass, but I remember just talking to him almost for the first time, it seemed like, and saying, you know, Lord, you've been, you've been here for us this whole time. You've been here for me. You've, mm-hmm. you've been present for me at the Mass. Mm-hmm. Uh, just the power and the, the reality of the Eucharist, of, of Christ's real presence, came alive to me in a way that, you know, it just hadn't before. And I started having these real conversations with the Lord, just sharing my day with Him, sharing everything, and then listening yes. to what He was saying. And that was really kind of the beginning. Yeah, and I, I you know, the the pertinent part of that probably is the listening, because yeah. we're you know we're so busy nowadays. You know, we're just so so busy, and there's so much noise uh, around us. You know, we've got yeah. the cell phones and the TVs and the the radios. You know, I don't like to say that, but but you know it. it you know, it's like we're constantly bombarded, and and uh, so it's important that that we listen. That's right. Yeah, silence is an important part yes. of our life. That it's easy to get distracted. I mean, it, we're so busy, um, and especially you know, even in the church, you know, we're not. You know, if we're working for the church, uh, we still have the same temptations and the same distractions that can kind of get in the way, or the feeling that. Well, I need to get this done, this done, that done. On the agenda, there's so many meetings, and, and we become almost consumed by what, we're, what we feel like we need to do mm-hmm. or achieve. And the Lord just wants us, hey, rest with me. Mm-hmm. You know, take some time. You know, entrust your day to me. Spend some time, but really listening. Yeah. And to me, for me, that's still a challenge. Uh, but it's, it's so important, having that time for prayer. And listening to the Lord. Agreed. And if anybody would like to to come and and come to the radio station, the Quest uh, in Roswell, um, you know, there there's a beautiful chapel here. It's a, a great place to come and and uh, rest and and find some peace. Maybe not quite as peaceful as normal here today with the pledge drive going on, but nonetheless, yeah. it's a great place to come. And you know, of course, any parish you have, you know, the true presence of Christ in in the Eucharist there. So go find an adoration chapel, um, whatever it is. I also need to give out a few thank yous before we go on. Um, we had, uh, I think we left off with Vincent, who gave a, a $100 one-time pledge. We also have Esther and Jonathan and Krista and Denise and George and Lucy and Katie and uh, Dan and Monique and Monique, um, who have given pledges as well. And so we are grateful to each of those who have done that. And we are now at a total of $8,950. So that means we're just $1,050 away from from uh, ringing the bell. So come on, let's do that. Whether you can give one time, whether you can give monthly, whatever it is, um, give us a call. Eight, eight, uh, doggone, six, seven, eight. I, I do pledge drives a lot, and it usually is 888, so I keep going into that, but it's wrong. So 
four five four nine is the phone number to call. Can you become part of the team? Can you give some of your treasure back that that God has given to you? Um, it's so easy, you know. To what is it they say? Saint Therese says that some people give to the missions by going, and others go to the missions by giving. And the mission of Catholic Radio is to save souls. That's that's what we're all about is to save souls. So can you be that be part of that mission by simply picking up the phone and calling 678-688-4549 with a donation of any amount. Whatever it is, give us a call 678-688-4549. We're talking with Doctor, I'm looking at your name tag. I should have done that earlier. I apologize. <laughs> That's okay. Doctor Andy Lichtenwalner, and he is the director of the Archdiocesan Formation and Discipleship Office. And we are grateful that he is here with us today. So the website says the Formation and Discipleship Office is equipping, and this is the quote, equipping Catholic leaders. So can you share with us a little bit about the office and how the the mission to equip Catholic leaders is accomplished? Sure. Thanks, Kelly. So, yeah, the Formation and Discipleship Office, it covers a lot of ground. So we we look at the areas of evangelization, you know, of proclaiming the gospel, the kerygma, that Jesus died and rose again for us. And what does that mean? What does that look like in our parishes? Um, how do we how do we really invite Catholics to enter more deeply into the walk of discipleship and to really denying themselves picking up their cross and following Jesus? So evangelization is a huge part of our office, and it and it really you know I think gives the light uh, behind all the different ministry areas that we cover. We cover a lot of different ministry areas, catechesis, so the parish religious education um, that you know our kids are experiencing at the parish level, RCIA for those that are interested in coming into the church, coming into full communion or or, or being baptized for the first time, entering into the Christian faith, marriage and family ministry, um, and that covers a lot of ground itself, pastoral care. Uh, various areas where, um, you know, we're helping people that, uh, say, bereavement ministries or those who are experiencing grief, uh, you know, those maybe challenged by pornography or, you know, other areas that require sensitive pastoral care that we connect leaders with resources that are available in the archdiocese. We look at the areas of youth ministry, a huge area of of importance and, and one that we you know, hope that we're collaborating well with our parish leaders who then are supporting parents, you know, in their important mission to to raise their young people in the Catholic faith. Um, you know, so much of our work as as leaders in the church, it's it's really not about us. It's about really helping the laity be empowered to live out their mission, uh, their vocation as baptized disciples. So we cover a lot of ground, young adult ministry, campus ministry. We're looking into senior ministry more, researching models that are there because our, our senior community is growing, um, and they have so much. They already contribute to the church in so many ways, but they have so much more to contribute. How are our parishes you know, doing that? And we know several parishes that are kind of taking the next steps in that area. Professional development, too, as, as leaders. So we cover a lot of ground in the office. Um, much of it is that sense of equipping Catholic leaders, because we can't reach all Catholics directly, and that's not our place. We're a a support center, a a resource center 
for those that are more on the front lines, our pastors, priests, deacons, lay leaders that are working in parishes or in campus ministry centers, uh, our missions, you know, that are really doing the work of of bringing the Lord to people, helping people encounter Christ mm-hmm. and live this life of discipleship. Mm-hmm. And and so when you say equip, you're you're talking about giving them the knowledge through through the different conferences and and tools that you provide. That's right. There there can be different events that we put on. So for example, the Atlanta Catechist Conference is a is a big conference that the Archdiocese is, has been putting on for several years, um, but it's grown just in the past year or so, and it, uh, it'll be coming up again August 17th of this year at the Renaissance Atlanta Waverly Hotel. And that's a great opportunity for, um, it, it, you know, so when, I, when we say Atlanta Catechist Conference, it's really for you know, anybody that might be volunteering, you know, doing catechesis or religious education at their parish. Uh, for our adult faith formation leaders, mm-hmm. for our parish catechetical leaders, directors of religious education, coordinators at the parish level, our youth ministers, you know, anyone who's kind of contributing in that way can benefit from this conference, um, which last year we had over 1,100 wow. leaders, nearly 1,200, I think, and, and this year we're, we're looking to be the same. You know, and just that's the, just from the Atlanta area? That's or? just from the Atlanta area. Wow. There, there are some that come, you know, maybe from the Diocese of Savannah, and it's open to <laughs> folks that want to come regionally, but it's really meant to be a resource for Atlanta. We have such a big archdiocese, and we have so many great uh, leaders out there and pastors and priests that are that are working so hard, and this is really meant to be a resource for them to help kind of build them up, to energize them, so they get inspired, learn more about different areas. You know, when it comes to the faith, and you know, there's going to be youth ministry track, RCIA track, adult faith formation track, then the general keynotes. Uh, you know, Bishop Conson will be there welcoming everybody. Bishop Ned Schlesinger will will do a, a track in Spanish or a talk in Spanish. And then we, Archbishop Gregory will be doing the closing Mass. So that's August 17th this year. So check it out, Atlanta Catechist Conference. It's online. All the information is there. Excellent. All right. So we are talking again with Dr. Andy Lichtenwalner, and he is the Director of Archdiocesan Formation and Discipleship Office. And, uh, you know, we have a message for you. Your brother David called in. Mm-hmm. And he made a an or he didn't call in. He made an online donation in memory of your father. And so, thank, thank you, you, Dave. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Love so you, buddy. Much. <laughs> and you know, it, boy, isn't it, it those those kinds of of times? It's a time to really pull together. And how how nice that he would he would make that donation. Yeah, for it, that purpose. It is. It is. And uh, I mean, the last week was such a blessing with our dad. Um, so so my dad was diagnosed with cancer at the end of October. And he approached it with, you know, obviously it was a shock, a shock to him, a shock to the whole family. But I remember him saying to me, and this was his, on his birthday, the day after he found out about the cancer, that he said, you know, I want to spend the remaining days in joy Mm -hmm. and in celebration, to celebrate it with the family, celebrate the time, to be grateful. And he was, he was a man of great gratitude, and that was because he was a man who trusted in Jesus, had a great faith, uh, both he and my mom. So thanks be to God. Yep, it's been a beautiful time to be with the family. Okay. They're giving me the same message twice, so they really want to say <laughs> thank you to David who, who donated in honor of David. Your father, he, it's your brother. Yeah, and he's my oldest brother, so I, I look up to him. I look up to all my siblings in so many ways. Um, 
just a, it's a great grace to be the youngest in a family full of uh, just, you know, awesome brothers and a sister that uh, love each other. Uh, we love each other. We, and we love Jesus mm-hmm. and we're striving. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I've got so many great examples in, in my family. It's just a great blessing. Uh, you know, and it, that resonates with me right now because um, I won't go into any detail because they don't want to hear about me. But I think there is something about being the youngest. And I, my youngest, I have kids from 36 to 15. So my youngest is learning from all of his older brothers. And he came to us this week and said, I've decided such and such because I, you know, my brothers and sisters. So we didn't even have to. We didn't have to be the heavies. Isn't it so nice whenever they can look up to their, their brothers and sisters and, and get messages that keep them on the right track without mom and dad having to come in? So, oh, it sure is. It sure is. It's very nice. And that's, very a, nice. that's a testament to our mom and dad, ultimately. Yes, yes absolutely. Yep. So nice. Okay, so we, you know what? We, uh, we need to get the camera in here. Um, so we'll get the camera in here and then I'll have a message for you in just a second. Um, so number to call those 678-688-4549, 678-688-4549. We are talking with Dr. Andy Lichtenwalner. That's going to come off my tongue so easy in just a minute. You're an honorary family I'm, member. I'm trying. Okay, You're there doing you great. go. <laughs> All right. So he is the director of the Archdiocese and Formation and Discipleship. And I called the camera in here because you get to ring the bell. Wow. Woo! Woo! All right. So good. All right. So we had uh, uh, Julietta who called in and became our next founder. And uh, she says she listens in her car on her commute, and she wants to give a shout-out to Andy and fellow parishioners at St. Matthew's in Tyrone. Awesome. That is Thank so you good. so much. So, yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. So we'll get that update here um, in just a little bit. Oh, it may already be on here. We're at $12,600, so we actually get to ring it again. Wow. So I don't know. <laughs> we'll just, woo! I'm doing it. That's awesome. It's a nice so, bell. Yeah, you have two ringy dingies here. You you you're the winner so far. I don't All think right. anybody's ringing it twice. So <laughs> so so far you're the winner. Let's keep it pumping along. Um, we ring it for every founder. We ring it for every ten thousand dollar increment. And the number to call six seven eight six eight eight four five four nine. Also want to give a shout out to Chick-fil-A who provided us with our breakfast sandwiches. Did you get to partake this morning? There's some over there. You you go get one wow. before you leave. That's, I, I uh, was able that's to. It's a good temptation. It's delicious. <laughs> it's, I had never, until I came to Atlanta last time for the last pledge drive, I'd never had one of their breakfast sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Delicious. Oh, yeah. Really good. So so please um, come to, to Chick-fil-A in uh, Roswell. It's on Woodstock Road. And... Uh, you know, support them because they supported Catholic Radio. Absolutely. That reminds me, too. If you call in as a business and become a founder during this pledge drive, I'm going to announce the name of your business mm. all the way through this pledge drive. So all day today, all day tomorrow, and all day on Thursday until we go back to regular programming. So it's really it's a great way to support Catholic Radio. It's a 501c3 tax-deductible organization. And you get, you know, some advertising along with it. So I will be asking people, exactly, support you um, because you support a Catholic radio. So call in as a business and I'll announce your business (laughs) name over and over again. Uh, Again, the number to call 678-688-4549. 
1-800-273-8649. We've been talking with Dr. Andy Lichtenwalner, and he is the director of the Archdiocese Information and Discipleship Office, talking about all of the, the wonderful things, the catechizing that you do, um, the the different conferences that you put on. You have that one coming up uh, in August, August 17th. Um, so if people want to participate in that, they can go to your website and find out how That's to right. register. Um, one of the things that, that I noticed that you didn't mention was uh, something called management consulting and professional development. So that's part of your office as well. So let's talk a little bit about that. Yeah, that's great. So, you know, in the in the church, I mean, everywhere around around the world, when you're talking about corporations and everything and leadership, um, there's best practices out there. You know, in terms of what it means to be a leader and what it means to be professional. We need that in the church as well. Mm. You know, so our, you know, we have so many, so many lay ministers in, in this country in particular. You know, lay ministry has been something that's developed in ways that I think the, the rest of the church is still uh, kind of working towards. And it's, it's important to realize that lay ministry in the church, you know, that's not necessarily, it's not the essence of the lay vocation. Uh, the essence of the lay vocation is to really be out there in the world. Um, and to and to you know be holy and wherever you're called in your work in your family life, um, but you know laity have been called more and more to serve the church in in lay ministry roles, and that can be either you know many are employed by the church, many are volunteers too, but they need that support. They need that professional support. Just as priests do, and, and deacons, and, and religious who are working for the church. Um, so, when it comes to professional development, you know we all need to communicate better. You know we all need to learn how to listen better. We need good teamwork. Uh, we need to collaborate well in the church. Um, actually, you know we're called to be models of that. So, you know if a parish, when a parish is really thriving, you know when there's when there's a lot of life happening you know usually that's a sign of i mean obviously it's a it's a sign of the fruit of you know the goodness of the lord's bountiful grace and, and you know every everything kind of comes from him but but our response to that grace and in a sign of good leadership you know uh, a pastor who's who's working well he has a, who has a vision but he's also kind of gathering around himself a team mm-hmm. um and, and working well and, and helping kind of amplify and enhance the gifts of all those that are contributing to the parish, um, so that the parish, you know, ultimately, it's not only feeding the community there, feeding the flock, but parishes are ultimately there to also go out. Mm-hmm. You know, so you have that sense of kind of, yeah, we we come to the Eucharist as our as our source and, and summit, and we're we're fed by Jesus Christ Himself and by the Word of God and and by you know how you know our priests are celebrating the mass and, and and helping us unpack the word and giving us the sacraments the sacrament of confession and you know all the graces that are available there and all the ministries that are there at the parish but and ultimately so that the parish really makes that impact in the community and you know it's transforming it's being hopefully the leaven and so that you see you know, the presence of the faith in the homes of the faithful, so that each home is a domestic church, and you see the faith being lived out in the neighborhood and in the community, and the parish is that kind of center point where we're, we're being fed again and nourished so that we can go out. And, and that all, and, and that takes grace, it takes, you know, that prayer and dedication and, and really entrusting everything to the Lord, but it also takes, 
you know, skills um, and talents, and we're all blessed in different ways. We're, we all have different gifts, and to be able to bring that together, you know, takes some, uh, you know, coordination and collaboration, and this is where some of our professional development resources come in, come in handy. You know, we have a series of presentations on our website, on our Formation and Discipleship website. You can go to thearchatl.com, look at our Formation and Discipleship, Discipleship office page, and and tap into a lot of different PowerPoint presentations and that are available to unpack, you know, what does it mean to be a good communicator, a team player? Mm-hmm. And the more we do that as a church, you know, I think not not trying to just mimic, you know, the corporate world, mm-hmm. but it's actually kind of bringing in, you know, what are what are skills and virtues that need to just be a part of our work, part of our effort. We're, we're called to grow spiritually, but we're also called to grow in human ways, you know, mm-hmm. basic moral virtues. And in you know that's the human formation, the whole kind of comprehensive formation where there's there's human aspects to it, spiritual, pastoral, you know, moral. It all kind of is is part in the intellectual. Mm-hmm. It's all part of the the same game. So we're trying to kind of help leaders understand that and make resources available mm-hmm. to help them see kind of the larger picture of formation and and how it can help them be better ministers. Mm-hmm. You know, and and. You, you bring in a, an important point. How cool is it to be able to have um, the best practices of the corporate world with the faith intertwined with it? Right. And, and you know, that really makes it the best of the best. When you yeah. bring the best of both worlds together, yeah. that's what really makes it strong. And yeah. for you to equip the people to be able to go out and do that, that's a strong ministry. Yeah, grace grace builds on nature, yes. you know. So I mean, we 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 take in all that's good um, in our Catholic faith, and grace continues to build on that. So you know, the more we develop our human virtues, you know, by God's grace, grace is building on that as well uh, to perfect it. You know, in ways that you know we can't even imagine. Yes. Well, and I have another message for you, Father Neil, who <laughs> we just interviewed, called in and donated in honor of your father as well. Oh, thank you so much, Father Neil. That's so good. I so, was in the car when you were on the radio, so I didn't have a chance to call in. <laughs> yeah, awesome, awesome. Thank you, Father Neil, for for supporting Catholic Radio and for supporting um, Dr. Andy like Lichtenwaldner, who is the director of Archdiocesan Formation and Discipleship Office. Um, and and praying for his father, and so thank you for that. Um, all right, so I'm going to give just a shout out again. Make sure that that we're thanking the people who are calling in. I think we've had calls from Denise since you sat in the hot seat. We've had Denise, George, Lucy, Katie, David, and Julietta who have all called in, and that makes us a total for the day. My computer is not cooperating with me. But I know we're up over $12,000. It's trying to cut things, and I don't know what I did. So um, they're teaching teaching the old dog new tricks today because, you know, I'm getting all my information from from, uh, a Google Doc, and uh, I just messed it up. So I apologize. So we'll keep going. So we're at 678-2500. 
688-4549. Annie's not an old dog. She's over here working all the equipment and she got it back for me. So we're at $12,600 so far for today. And uh, we are grateful. We are absolutely grateful for each and every person who's called in. Can you be the next one? You know, it sounds kind of weird to say we're grateful. Can you call in? But the fact is, you know, it's not enough. It's not. And that's why we interrupt regular programming for three days so that we can raise as much money as possible. And, you know, whatever the Holy Spirit wants is what what we want. And we just want people to, to call in and really flood so that we don't have to come back again until maybe six months or so. We raise enough money that it sustains just. Uh, sustains the station so we can go back to listening to Teresa Tamio. We can go back to listening to my favorite, uh, Dr. David Anders called a communion. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know you listen to Catholic radio too. What's your favorite? I do. Well, you know, there's, there's a lot. Um, so, you know, some more to life is a great show. Um, I used to be on that show every now and then Greg and Lisa Popchak do no a kidding. great job. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, usually in the mornings, you know, if, if I'm early enough, sunrise morning show, but you know, morning glory is usually the time that yeah. <laughs> I'm on the road. Uh, afternoon shows like Al Cresta and then Catholic Answers, you know, just so much great programming that's available on Catholic radio. And, you know, and thinking about Catholic radio is such a gift, you know, really. And for, for this Archdiocese for Atlanta, mm-hmm. um, because what, what is Catholic radio doing? You know, it's, it's sharing the faith, mm-hmm. it's sharing the gospel, it's, educating um and it can be for catholics who are listening for those who aren't catholic um you know those who might share our christian faith those who might not and it's such a great resource to get good information solid information about yeah who is jesus you know what's the church what's the church about um and so it's really evangelizing you know, it's proclaiming the gospel, spreading the gospel. It's it's catechizing, so it's handing on the faith. It's instructing. It's teaching. It's doing everything that you know really our office in the archdiocese is supporting. So, yeah, just a, a shout out for the quest and uh, for all those that are able to contribute today. Um, if you if you can't contribute money, you know definitely pray pray for the continued success of this radio station because. It's such a gift. It touches so many people's lives, and and yeah, you have you have these lights on Catholic radio. I mean, people like David Anders, you know, who who just know know the faith so well and have have experienced. You have come to the church after uh, you, you're being somewhere else, and but able to kind of you know be so sensitive and precise and just show the beauty of the faith and articulate it in ways that are just amazing, you know, that, that I think invite us to continue to grow. Yeah. You know, and I, I was able to, to be at EWTN a couple of years ago after, you know, helping and sponsoring Catholic radio for years and years, I finally was able to actually go to EWTN. I know it's close for you. It's not close for me in Kansas city. Um, and, and I'm telling you what, Dr. David Anders was amazing because he would just, he'd have the Bible, he'd have the catechism sitting there and, shh, you know, he'd just go through the pages really quick and find exactly what he wanted. I was like, oh, wow, I wish I could do that, you know? <laughs> it was it was amazing, though, to watch him. You know, he knew what he wanted and where to find it, and then he mm-hmm. would just, you know, flip to it and read it, and, it, and it's always such compassion to everyone, yeah. everyone in Catholic Radio. You know, they, they don't sugarcoat anything. It's the truth, and it's, you know... The good, the bad, and the ugly, all in one, you know, whatever mm-hmm. it is, that's how they report it. But we can count on the fact 
that we're getting the truth. And then, you know, I know it's a, a catchphrase, you know, fake news, but, but we are living in a world where the truth isn't always reported, you know, and it's either stuff that's left out or inaccurate or, you know, and it's just a mix. And you can tune yeah. into Catholic Radio and you can really get the truth. And if for no other reason to donate to Catholic Radio, I think that's it so that we have a voice that we can trust. And and I think that's what we have with Catholic Radio. So yeah. give us a call, 678-688-4549, 678-688-4549. We are at $12,900 so far for today. And we are grateful. Woohoo! This is Ooh. exciting. We're loving it. We are absolutely loving it. And yet we also know <laughs> that we still have a ways to go. So can you be the next caller, 678 688 Four five four nine. We are talking with Dandy, Doc, Dandy, Doctor Andy. Oh, holy cow! It's only it's only Tuesday. I'm in trouble. Andy's fine. <laughs> there you go. And it's Doctor Andy Lichtenwalner, and he is the director of Archdiocese Formation and Discipleship Office. And we've been talking about lots of things. One thing that you said before we started our begging part there um, is, you know, the the essence of the lay vocation is to be out in the world. And I'm going to share with you a personal experience and then let you comment on it. Great. I was a newlywed. That was a lot of years ago, almost 38 years ago. I was a newlywed and we were at a, a picnic. I was not Catholic. My husband was, grew up in Catholic schools and uh, somebody came up to him and, and he introduced me as his wife and they looked at me with horror and their, you know, their hands went to their cheeks and it was Oh, Bobby, I thought you had a vocation. <laughs> and here I am almost 38 years later, and I still remember my husband's response. And it was, oh, but I do. Beautiful. And, you know, I still remember it. And I didn't know what he was talking about at that moment because I wasn't Catholic, but now I do. Yeah. And so let's talk a little bit about, you know, it is true. When we think of a vocation, most of our minds go to the priesthood. But but your comments, that comment... Let's put it in perspective. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, every one of us have a vocation and it, it begins, I mean, it begins from the moment that we're conceived, you know, that, that God has called us to himself, has called us to love. And in our baptism, we are made sons and daughters of God and Jesus Christ. So we're, our vocation, this call to holiness, you know, it really comes to be at our baptism, and so each and every one of us have this vocation kind of inscribed in who we are. And and that marks our lives. And so and when we look at you know particular the particular decisions that that we have to make later on in life, you know, as you know am I you know will I be married or will I become a priest? You know it's 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 really the question am I called to marriage? Am I called to priesthood? Am I called to religious life? But that call to a specific state in life is is within this larger context of you know we're called right now to be holy. You know, so for our young people, it's not as if they're kind of waiting. Okay, you know, I, I can think about vocation later on. It's like no, right now, you know, you're you're called to be a disciple. Mm. Um, you know, so many of our of our young adults in Atlanta um, that are, you know, maybe not married or they're still kind of discerning a particular vocation, a particular state in life, but 
they have the vocation now of discipleship, and we're so blessed with so many faithful Catholic young adults here that are on fire for the Lord and that are bringing their faith into the workplace, into wherever they're, they are, and we're all called to that. I had a similar story. Uh, I mean, it was before I was married. It was in high school yeah. when you know when the faith just became you know a lot more real to me, and uh, I remember sharing it with. Uh, I had a chance to speak before my whole high school. Um, and afterwards, a mom, you know, I think very well-intentioned, you know, came up to me and said, you know, have you, have you thought about becoming a priest? Mm. And, and I know, she, I know she had the best of intentions and, and was just, you know, excited, um, to kind of hear your, my experience of the faith. But I remember at the time, my, my reaction was, but, but we're all, we're all called to this, you know, it's, uh, you, you know, whatever, whatever our, you know, our ultimate calling is when it comes to whether marriage or you know priesthood or religious life or even or even just a life of of service committed to the Lord. Um, uh, you know, th- we're all called to this holiness. I just remember that being my response, and you know, it took me a while to. I ended up discerning priesthood for a little bit while I was dating my now wife um, in college, and she was uh, you know very patient. And generous with me and, and with the Lord um, to be, to allow me to do that. But I remember just kind of early on thinking that uh, you know fathers and mothers, husbands and wives, uh, and wherever we're called, we're, we're called to to holiness and and the faith. You know, the Lord wants each one of us to be close to Him. Uh, so it was inter- interesting to have that experience. Yeah, vocation as a word. Sometimes uh, we we've kind of had the tendency to. To reduce it, maybe you know, mm-hmm. a little bit too much. We're kind of you know look at it more narrowly, but it's not really that. Mm-hmm. And I know, like for example, our vocations director here in the archdiocese, uh, Father Tree, he understands it very well. You know, so you know while while we have an office that's dedicated to to really helping promote you know the the priestly vocation and religious vocations, you know, he's also very much aware that. You know, all that really comes out of this larger vocation to discipleship, mm-hmm. to holiness. You know, where yeah, where do our particular vocations to priesthood and religious life or to marriage come from? Yes. You know, they they often come from. I mean, the hope is that they're really coming from holy families mm-hmm. and families who are living out the faith and individuals who are who have embraced this call to discipleship and are open to wherever the Lord might call them. So. Mm. Yeah, it reminds me of a story, and maybe a caller can call in and tell me, and maybe even maybe you know the the source. So I hope I don't butcher it too much, but it's an important message because uh, um, I think it was a a bishop or a pope maybe um, received his ring. And he went to his mother and said, Mother, do you want to kiss kiss the ring of a fisherman? And she said, you wouldn't have that ring if I didn't have mine. And, and, you know, (laughs) and it's just such an important thing that we support each other, you know. And and so I don't have the specifics of it, it, but it gives us the the message that it is so important, that that it's a hand in hand. We really can't have one without the other. We can't get married unless we have the priest to to give us the the sacrament. And and we can't have more priests if we don't have the sacrament of matrimony. So yeah. it's you know it, it all works together. Yeah, we all complement each other. Yeah. Um, we're we're all striving uh, for the Lord and, and our gifts and, and the different ministries. You know, kind of work work together in the different states in life. You know, they they collaborate with one another. You know, a, a priest needs the support and the strength of of families. You know, around him, his own family, 
Uh, but then, you know, the, these holy couples that have been, you know, consecrated by, you know, the Holy Spirit in their marriage, in the sacrament of marriage, and, and that are sharing their own kind of homes and families with him to strengthen his vocation and vice versa. And, and similarly, in religious life, you know, you, you see kind of the aspects of family life that are so important for a religious community of sisters or brothers living together and honoring one another, loving each other, sacrificing for one another. You know, the same type of thing that we hope, you know, we're, we're learning in our own families, um, in our homes. Mm-hmm. And when our homes are, are centered on the Lord and, you know, I, we know, we know the challenges with family life today and, and we know the, you know, family life is not just, it's not a walk in the park. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's hard. It's because love, love takes sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Um, but when families are striving to do that and striving to forgive, uh, you know, when we fail, because we're all going to fail, mm-hmm. uh, but to forgive and to continue to love, um, that makes such a difference. Mm-hmm. And it forms, it forms young people who will kind of know what, what does the path of love look like? Mm-hmm. What does this discipleship look like? And they're prepared. Mm-hmm. For a world that's yeah, sometimes is difficult, but hey, we we put our trust in Jesus. Yes, ah, so good. Well, it's probably now that we're talking about family and vocation, and all that. It's probably a good time to give. You either have either I'm getting the same message several times, or you have a lot of brothers out there because we have a couple <laughs> more messages from brothers. It says Andy's brother Pete. Can I awesome. say that? Yep. Called in and made a donation in honor of your dad. And he wanted to say thank you to Father Neil and to Andy for the great job they did on the air. Thank you, Pete. Yay. And then uh, Love Matt called in All right. and gave an online donation. Or I guess we got this one early. Gave an online donation in memory of your father. Thanks, Matt. And Love you, buddy. We- yeah. I think also Daniel called in and he made a one-time donation. Was that my brother, Danny, or... Yeah, from from Andy's brother, Daniel, is what it says. Wow, okay. Hey, thanks, Danny. Thank you, Danny. And uh, we also have some (laughs) prayer requests. So I'll read the prayer requests. Would you be willing to lead us in in a prayer for these requests? Sure. One is that all of our kids can feel God's love and presence in their lives. And um, also for um, pray for all youth, especially... um, the grandchildren in the Lichten Walner family who are struggling with their faith. Great, great. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Father, you are so good to us. And in Jesus Christ, your Son, you have revealed to us your amazing love and have shown us that each one of us are truly beloved. And Lord, that's what you want us to know and realize, how loved we are. Lord Jesus, I just ask that you keep watch over all young people, um, all my nieces and nephews and in my family, grandchildren, and all those in in our families throughout Atlanta and around the world, that you just bless them with your love, help them know how loved they are. Because Lord, we know that when your love enters our hearts and, and transforms it, it, it transforms our hearts they it makes us see the world differently you know it makes us see the challenges that we face um, in a different lens because we know that no matter what you know no matter our imperfections or failures or you know difficult times that we know we're loved and that's the core of 
of who we are so that we can get through whatever we face. So Jesus, we just thank you so much for revealing the Father's love for us. We ask the Holy Spirit to bless each young person today that they may know your love. Amen. Amen. In the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. Wow, and yeah, what what a beautiful prayer. So thank you, and thank you to all of the Lichtenwalner family who have called in, and, and please know that I'll continue to, to keep all of you in my prayers as well for for uh, for your father and for it sounds like a great man. Obviously, he was a great man. Obviously, yeah. Yeah, to have sure raised uh, such such wonderful men. Um, so thank you. All right. So we are talking with Dr. Andy Lichtenwalner, and he is the director of the Archdiocesan Formation of Discipleship Office. We are also in day one of our pledge drive, and so we need some help. We need you to call 678-688-4549. And I don't use that word need loosely. I don't. Because there is an obvious need in order to keep Catholic Radio on the air, we have to have the money in order to do it. Just the electricity alone for a 50,000-watt station, which I don't know if you heard me earlier, but there are only about five to seven 50,000-watt stations out there that are Catholic, Mm. and one of them is right here in Atlanta. And, you know, I tried to count up. I actually did it with the president of the Catholic Radio Network that I come from, and we were naming them off, and, and... we came up. We we decided there was five to seven. I'm not exactly sure. And one of these days, I'm going to get the exact. But it also changes, you know, because like Atlanta just started what seven months ago or so, and so you know it can change the number too. But but anyway, it's it's a low amount, and one of them is right here in Atlanta. So um, what a blessing it is to have this. You know, we call it the blowtorch of a station because you know it, you 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 can't upgrade. This is the biggest AM station that you can get is 50,000 watts, and mm. it's right here in Atlanta. Yeah, so it, need, so, it needs the support. Let's do We're it. so grateful let's for that. It. We are at $12,980 so far for today, $12,980. And uh, the number to call if you want to get us up to the $13,000 mark and beyond is 678-688-4549. We'll give you some gifts. Uh, anything from a, a monthly donors get a book of the hour. Uh, founders get an Echo Dot, and they get their name on the plaque here at the, the side of the tower. Um, so Whatever you can give, though, whether it's one time, my favorite donation ever, and I do a lot of pledge drives. Somebody called in and said, we're giving $15 a month. My husband and I have prayerfully considered it, and we can give $18 a month. Hmm. I mean, you know, that yeah. that's the widow's might, and that's what we want. Whatever the Holy Spirit it's is saying. It's all important. Exactly. It's what is it that Father Kimberling says? It's equal sacrifice, not equal gift. You know, and mm-hmm. I, I think it's important that we realize yeah. some of us have the means to give thousands of dollars. Some of us have the means to give a dollar, whatever it is. Although I, I often say, I think the dollar a day club, $30 a month, dollar a day, most of us in, in Atlanta can figure out a way to give up a dollar a day. Just yeah. get a smaller size from Starbucks or, right. you know, whatever it is, we can figure out a way to give up a dollar a day mm-hmm. and then give it to Catholic Radio. We're in Lent. This is a time of sacrifice. It's a great reminder. Yeah, it, great it time really to do is. it. So, yep. so come on, 678-688-4549. Give us a call. Make a pledge of any amount, whatever you can give, one time, monthly, whatever it is, 678-688-4549. Maybe you've never given and you just want to get your toe wet. Just call in and give a, a $50 one-time pledge. See how 
the Lord changes your life. It yeah. goes from being the Catholic radio station to mine. You start listening more. You start learning more. You'll be in a meeting and you'll say, oh, I know the answer to that because I heard it this morning on Catholic radio. That's the right. Holy Spirit works through the airwaves. All right, so eight eight or six seven eight six eight eight four five four nine. We have about seven minutes remaining with Dr. Andy Lichten Walner. So I want to turn the mic over to him and let him add whatever he would like for our listeners to know about well, the office or about Catholic Radio, wherever you want to take it. Great, great. Well, well, thank you so much. But you know, I I think the Atlanta Archdiocese is is blessed in so many ways. You know, we're we're in a place where churches are being built. We have you know, so many new people coming into the church. But we also have, you know, similar cultural challenges that are out there. And, you know, what a blessing it is to have, you know, different apostolates and, and, and kind of the different fruits of the lay vocation just rising up. You know, the quest is an example of that, mm-hmm. you know, of of lay lay leaders, lay lay people that love the faith, that love the church, love Jesus Christ, coming together, being open to the Lord's call, being open to his, you know, vocation and his particular call. You know, the Lord has, the, the Lord leads us in so many ways. Um, and when we're, when we're really allowing, you know, that time, as we talked about at the very beginning of this segment, to listen, mm-hmm. to listen to the Lord, to, to what he may be calling us to do, um, you know, then the, the fruits of the Spirit really kind of come come alive, mm-hmm. you know, through the, the hearts of the faithful. And the quest is one great example of that, uh, where, you know, it's it, now we have this, this beautiful radio station, beautiful space here, beautiful chapel, mm-hmm. you know, come and see it. So this was my first time actually seeing the, the station and, and visiting on site. Um, it's such a beautiful site, and I know the chapel's going to be dedicated soon, mm-hmm. I think, and dedicated to Our Lady of Fatima, and as the, I understand. She's coming to visit today. Wonderful. Yeah, they've been waiting over a week for this statue to arrive, and the last word was it should arrive today on the first day of the pledge drive. How awesome. cool is that? That is very cool. Yeah. That is very cool. So, you know, it's just an example of, of how great the Lord is, how generous He is, um, you know, with His grace, and, you know, how much He desires that we we spend time with Him, we, we listen to Him, and, and and respond to where He's calling us. There's so, so many of us. You know, we, we have jobs, we have uh, particular responsibilities, and, and through those responsibilities, the Lord is calling us, mm-hmm. you know, and bringing, bringing that to Him, bringing it to prayer and seeing, Lord, how, how can you make this more fruitful, or you know, where do you want me to go here? You know, those who are students out there that are, you know, maybe still deciding, I don't know what's going to happen after school, but, you know, the Lord is calling you right now, you know, in your studies to grow in holiness, to share the faith with others. And just continue, continue to have an open heart. Mm. I think that's really important. Very, very good advice. All right, so your sister's not going to be outdone by all your hey, brothers. Hey, hey. Oh, thanks, Sally. It's <laughs> <laughs> only have one for sister. You. Is that it? <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay, and she made a donation again in honor of your your dad. Awesome. So, yeah. How thanks cool so much, that? Sally. Love you. <laughs> all right, so that means that we are now at thirteen thousand dollars even. So wow. Woo-hoo, we are moving. We are moving. Praise God. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you to all of our Catholic Radio family. Um, can you become a part of the family? As well, number to call 678-688-4549, 678-688-4549. So 
maybe we just take these last couple minutes that we have. Um, we start out by by praying for your dad and and what a wonderful gift it's been actually you know it was a difficult decision for you to come on and you did um and uh you know look at the the blessings that have come with you know for Catholic radio for sure because your brothers and sister calling in Father Neil calling in on your behalf being able to pray with a potential three point one million listeners for your dad that was awesome um but what else has it done? For you, you came in at a difficult time because of your your support of Catholic Radio. So, so what personally? I'm putting you on the spot, but sure. what personally has it done for you? Well, you know, one thing is, I knew my dad would want me to be on the show today. Mm. You know, he would say, "You know, go, go take advantage of this opportunity." Mm. You know, he he was not one. I talked about this yesterday during the eulogy. He, he always, he took risks. He, he wasn't afraid of imperfection, of failure, because he knew, hey, I'm going to learn from it. Mm-hmm. You know, if I do it in the, in the right spirit and trust in the Lord, um, to go for it, mm-hmm. to go for it. And I, I know he would be very proud of me right now. Um, I know he is. He's, he's looking down and, and smiling at me. Um, so just, just having that, you know, I, I think as a, as a reminder to all of us, you know, the, the, the Lord doesn't call us to this uh, impossible perfection, this perfection that kind of we try to, you know, conjure up in our own minds. He calls us to love, you know, in, into that type of perfection, but it's holiness and love, which is the fruit of his grace. Um, but he knows we're, we're imperfect people. He knows we're going to fail, and he loves us anyway. And how great it is to have... And when we're blessed with parents that that show us that love, you know, not all of us are blessed with that. Um, and when we're not, when we don't necessarily have that example, it can be harder sometimes to understand that. You know, but God's love is that way. You know, He loves us uh, no matter what we do. He, he calls us though to a deeper love. You know, and He and He calls us out. You know, when we fail in, in our sins, uh, but His mercy is so generous to us. So I think just having that that reinforcement there. Also, I just reminded you know being here, being having the chance to talk to so many of our listeners, and and just to be reminded of of how grateful we should be. Um, you know, we're blessed here in Atlanta with so many great priests and deacons and lay leaders and lay volunteers, and who are sacrificing so much. Um, you know, in addition to all their various responsibilities, you know, just giving to the people, and um, we can be so grateful for them, and maybe just to say a prayer of thanksgiving for, you know, all the all the people here in Atlanta that really are uh, making the church what she is, mm-hmm. um, to be thankful for that. We have so much to be thankful for, so uh, yeah, just thank you to all the all the priests and everyone who who offers so much of their time and, and efforts for the Lord and for the church. Excellent. All right. Well, we've been talking with Dr. Andy Lichtenwalner, and he is the director of Archdiocesan Formation and Discipleship Office. We will be taking um, calls during the break, 678-688-4549. And we're going to take a short break, and we will be back on the other side of the break with uh, Dr. Alan Hunt. Number again, 678-688-4549. 